For turning on the Bar Review Podcast. My name is Jake, and this is a show where I get drunk and I tell you about the law. Today I'm drinking eggnog and Maker's Mark bourbon. And the topic today is dedicated to my only one-star review on iTunes. And the topic is defamation. You'll find this under tort law, which you'll remember means civil liability lawsuits. So to prove defamation, you got to be able to show three things. The publication of a defamatory statement of or concerning the plaintiff. But what the fuck does that mean? Let's get into it. First, you got the publication. What does that mean? It means that the information is given to a third party by some means, be that oral, written, sign language, any of that can be a publication. The third party just needs to understand the publication for it to fall under defamation. And the easiest way to kind of understand this is if you're in a crowd of people and they're speaking a language you don't speak and you're like, are you defaming me right now? Are you slandering me right now? And you want to sue their asses? You probably can't because you don't know what the fuck they're saying. You have to understand what they're saying. So if you speak the language, then you can sue their asses for defamation. But until then, be sure to hit up our sponsor, Duolingo. I'm just kidding. We're not fucking sponsored. And the next one is it has to be of or concerning the plaintiff, meaning it has to single out a person. So if someone is just like, all teachers are fucking crazy, it's probably true, but you can't sue them for defamation because they're not specifically calling out you. I mean, unless they narrow it down to like, all teachers who have like curly red hair or you know some identifying feature that is specifically you then you could bring a defamation suit and then you got to ask yourself was it a defamatory statement did it affect did it injure their reputation a pecuniary interest a financial interest their business reputation something like that they have to incur some form of damages for it to qualify for defamation. But you also have to figure if it's a public official or a private figure who brings suit for defamation. And so a private figure is like you or me. We can sue people for defamation without any greater qualification. We just need those three elements. But public figures? These are the fucking people who hold themselves out as having like an authority on a subject or being in the limelight. So think about like celebrities and stuff. Those people have to prove a greater degree of fault in a defamation suit. They gotta prove that the defendant who made the statement, they made that with actual malice. And that means that the defendant made the statement knowing it was false or with a reckless disregard as to whether or not the statement was true. And there's a big case that you should look up, but you're not going to, called New York Times v. Sullivan that gives us that rule. This is like the bread and fucking butter of defamation. And so you're asking yourselves, I'm not a big celebrity. I'm not your Walter Cronkite or your Jean-Luc Picard. I'm just a regular private citizen. What kind of fault do I need to prove? Generally, you just need to prove that the defendant made the false statement through negligent means in determining whether or not the statement was true or false. So if they didn't ask and you can prove negligence, you got him, bitch. And let's get to the exceptions, but not really, portion of this episode. You have privileges. And so these are things that make you not liable for the dumb shit you say. The biggest one is the fucking truth 
the whole fucking truth and nothing but the fucking truth, so help you God. If what you say is true, that is an absolute privilege to defamation. Other privileges come in the form of disclosing information to a public interest, or fair comment, or opinions on matters. Defamation butts up against the freedom of the press and the freedom of speech in the First Amendment to the Constitution, and we'll delve into those particular issues on a future episode all about the First Amendment, which will be a big episode because that is a whole carduzzi of an episode. So let's get to the examples. You got Doug Funny and Patty Mayonnaise. They go to the local burrito joint grand opening. Doug's burrito was a little bit undercooked and he ended up contracting dysentery like the Oregon fucking trail. On his deathbed, he pulls out his Nickelodeon hamburger phone that for some reason has internet capabilities. And he goes onto the local burrito joint's Yelp page and he writes a scathing review, calling the chips lightly fried bat wings that break on the smallest amount of salsa. And he describes that salsa as a blended mix of tomatoes, peppers, and the last season of Lost on DVD. And lastly, that that food caused his impending death and his only wish is that he could have another burrito so his death would come quicker. Does that local burrito joint have a claim of defamation against the estate of Doug Funny? No. And it's no for a lot of reasons. Look into the first one. Defense of truth? Not really, because the chips aren't lightly fried bat wings, unless they are. But it's not the truth of the matter asserted that matters here. People reading Doug's shitty opinion on Yelp aren't even likely to think it's true because of how ridiculous it is and how fucking stupid Yelp is. People pay for reviews. Don't fucking use Yelp! Second, his defamatory statements are his opinion. Clearly expressed in a manner that indicates it's his opinion, he's leaving a shitty Yelp review, not writing for the goddamn New York Times or something. Plus, it's information related to the public interest. They need to know that the food has the potential to cause dysentery like you're in the Oregon fucking trail. Number two! Say there's a crazy conspiracy theorist who plays the role of, quote, reporter. His name is Alex Jones. He's spouting off about the government taking over the world, how Democrats are literal demons on Earth, and how chemicals are turning the frogs gay. But he holds himself out as a reporter to his fans and the world, and the deliverer of news well, one day, some twat goes and shoots up a school and he kills a bunch of kids. It's super sad, but remember, only thoughts and prayers will solve this problem. Bullshit! Well, Alex Jones goes on to say that the parents mourning the loss of their fucking murdered children are just crisis actors. And he sends his, quote, reporters to go harass the family members about it. Would those parents have a valid defamation claim against this absolute fucking piece of shit person? Probably. I personally think they have a better claim to intentional infliction of emotional distress. However, the claim that's currently at court is for defamation. So let's get into it first. So the people bringing the suit, the private citizens, but private citizens can become public figures in certain contexts, like being defamed on the public stage by an internet douchebag. So we know we have to prove that there was a publication of a defamatory statement of or concerning the plaintiffs. But more than that, 
if they are limited purpose public figures, you have to prove the actual malice behind the defamatory statements. They will need to prove that Alex Jones knew the information was false when he reported it, or should have known it was false through diligent reporting. And the only defense that Alex Jones would have is that he legitimately, with good faith, thought that these murdered children who were gunned down in a school didn't really die that day. And their parents, who mourned the loss of their children on television, were just crisis actors. And through all of the bullshit that he says he believes, everyone knows it's fucking false. And so they also have to prove damages in their defamation claim. Damages to their reputation, to their family members' legacy on this earth, to the death threats received by the families needing to move. This absolute piece of shit person deserves this defamation suit. And now let's go to the last example. Number three! Say the President of the United States listens to my podcast. Fuck you, sir! And he heard my episode on impeachment with the example where I called him a mad king, an idiot, a racist, and a bigot. Could he sue me and this podcast for defamation? No! Because truth is a defense to defamation. So let's go in the ways to study this. You just need the publication. So make sure that they understand the defamatory statement. That there was a defamatory statement made and that it was of or concerning the plaintiff. Keep in mind the knowledge requirement regards to falsity. And lastly, keep track of whether or not the person bringing the suit is a private person or a public figure, because that greatly matters to the way you handle it. So thanks for joining me today on the episode of the Bar Review Podcast on defamation. I've been drinking some eggnog with a little Maker's Mark bourbon. My name is Jake, and that shit was the law.